This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 265. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Feel free to purchase some of our merchandise, aka t-shirts, on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out. Check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Follow us on Twitter at Marking Out. Follow the co-host, the co-host, part one of co-host, part two of co-host, I don't know. Dave, you can follow him on Twitter. He doesn't have a Twitter, I should say, because he doesn't tweet, but at no Twitter Dave. (laughs) 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 Just kidding, at Dave the Rave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing very good. I'm actually very tired. Well, you're not supposed to say that. That's the number one thing you're never supposed to say in an interview. Well, I drove back down uh, to Long Island the other uh, late last night, so my back and my neck are kind of like uh, bothering me a little bit. Yeah, but you're supposed to be uh, like pumped to be like, I am ready for this ultimate podcast. So then I'll ask you, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. All right. I was um, expecting you to do a Ultimate Warrior impression for that, but no. Nah, nah. What am I supposed to say? The I don't know. stars and the moon aligned for me to have an awesome as always day. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and week, I guess. Week was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. What like, last week, uh, we got done recording whatever. I found out I had won tickets. Or no, I, I think I already knew that I won tickets while we recorded. But I won tickets to some 90s show featuring Salt and Pepper and Coolio and Color Me Bad. Nice. <laughs> Which is like, when am I ever going to see any of these artists live? So it was pretty When cool. would you ever want to see any of I, these I, live? Dude, I'm a fan of salt and Pepper. I mean, outside of Coolio, just because he, he does the Keenan and Kel theme song. Which he doesn't even do live. What? Right? That's like, come on. Not oh, right. here it goes. Right? Is that how it went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, but he did hit him high from Space Jam, so that was cool. I think I remember that song. The, the Monstars, also, the, uh, the uh, Monstars Jam. Hit him high, hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. You hit him low. I, I know the uh, uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, he did that. One, two, three, four, get your booty on the floor. Um, and then uh, Gangster's Paradise. Yep. Of course, did he close with that? Um, I don't remember. But does he does he still have the crazy uh, the crazy hair? Yes, it was popping through a baseball cap. Nice. But uh, my week did not stop there. First of all, that concert started on time and went no, like barely like any. It was the intermission was just set changes like uh-huh. like and which I have to give them huge credit because everyone was using records instead of like digital media. They were using like the digital media and records so. What do you mean? Like, because normally these days, like, you got a person standing on the stage, they just press a button and they're playing music to people and people are going crazy. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm seeing Paul E.D. Yeah. He's 
but he's just sitting there doing what you you could do at home. Yeah. Meanwhile, these people actually are changing records in between cool. their sets and everything, and and playing. Real so beats. actually, like DJing. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Coolio, I have to give him huge credit. The only person using real instruments. That's unfortunate. He had sa- a saxophone and he had uh, a guitarist. A sax. Yeah. Sax. <laughs> That's funny. What's he doing that for? I don't know, but it was really good, and uh, I think the person was related to him. But um, <laughs> but it's like with hip hop acts, even like boy bands. Boy bands. It's 2016. They could easily have a real band backing them. And, yeah, play, why and not? play the music live instead of just playing it. Like it's some of them, like Backstreet Boys, had played music, um, like one or like not one, but like a few songs. But like their newer songs with like a, a real guitar. Mm-hmm. It's like an acoustic strip setup that they do. But like as as long as what is it? What's the song called? As long as you love me. Yeah. Or I want it that way. They could easily be played on real instruments these days. Yeah, I was actually watching. Um, there's this talent, very talented guitarist on Facebook and well on YouTube. Um, I forgot his name. It's like a 303 Rock, or I forgot what it was. But he does electric guitar renditions of mostly any song out there. And recently, he actually did. Uh, I wanted it that way, I believe, and it actually sounded really awesome. That's cool. So, like yeah. Jay, like Jay Z. I remember when they aired the. Uh... 9-11 concert that he did in, I think, 2011 at Madison Square Garden. They, they showed that live on television. He, his band was all live. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huge, in my opinion. When a band, when somebody goes out there and actually physically plays live music, that's awesome. Yeah. So, my, like, big kudos to Coolio. That's cool. Um, even bigger week went down the line last night. Saw the Who, or two nights ago saw the Who. That's cool. Fantastic. That's definitely. That's no the, doubt. It's the third time I saw them, and uh, I guess there's, it's just something like special about seeing them at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. How was the crowd? Uh, the crowd was good. The crowd yep. was good. Yeah. It was, uh, Full house. Yeah. It filled up, and uh, I guess they were kind of. It was kind of. I had like a problem with the crowd with during Joan Jett, because mm-hmm. they like she was like wanting them to give her everything, and they were just like, as if we were watching New Japan Pro Wrestling. She was just sitting there like quiet during some spots. Oh, well, New Japan Pro Wrestling is loud now. Well, now, but I mean, back in the day, but yeah. That's that stinks, but I mean, what what does she ex- she should have expected that? No, I, mean, I was expecting that. Because oh, she, you were. She's amazing, dude. She was awesome. Yeah, my parents liked her too. See, I told you. I know. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting it, but they were saying how she's very talented and stuff. Dude, she's awesome. She really is. And yeah. uh, hopefully, I'll be seeing her over the summer. I don't know if I will, but I want to. What, she's, she's going to have her own to- solo tour? Well, she's not solo touring. She's touring with Cheap Trick and Hart. Oh, oh yeah, you told me about this. And they're this. playing with, at Jones Beach. The cheapest ticket is twenty six fifty, With all That's the fees... It, it, with, yeah, right? It's not bad. And then with all the fees added on, it's $40. What? Right? I hate ticket how can, fees. How can the fees be 
just as much as the ticket price. I don't get it. Down with ticket that's, fees. That's what I say. Down with ticket fees. It makes no sense. That's absurd. Absolutely. And it's not uh, as much as the ticket. Well, you said 26. It's, it's like half the ticket. You just said it went up to 40, so yeah, that's about 20. Yeah, 26, 26 50 plus 11, let's say 75 brings you to 38, 25. And then it's like 350 to have the ticket shipped to you. Mm-hmm. So that's another dollar 75 per ticket or whatever, depending on how many tickets you get. Mm-hmm. So, and they're even charging you for the actual ticket? Something, I don't know. That's so bogus. Yeah. But the Who was awesome. I got to, they had a concert only poster. Instead of trying to take your money from any which way they can. Yeah, they really do. So you're saying you got a poster? Yeah, I got a poster, which I I continue to say on the show that I never used to do. But Mm -hmm. when it's an event specific poster, I'll get it. Because I already had the, the program from last year when I saw them in May. At Barclay mm-hmm. Center, so I completed that trio. I saw them at, at Nassau Coliseum, Barclay Center, and the Garden. Mm-hmm. Which I won't be able to do with many people these cool. days now. I won't be able to do that again because the Coliseum's closed. So there's only a very few amount of yeah. artists that I'll be able to say I saw the Coliseum, Barclays, and the Garden. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. This week was a killer week for me. I had like... An exam Monday, Tuesday, assignments throughout, paper Friday, practical Thursday. So right now I'm like, the only thing I want to do is just stay in bed for a little bit longer. But you're going to... But I guess but I guess that wouldn't be a good idea to record since what happened last time. You got to get up. <laughs> you you got to get going. You're going to see some friends of yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be good times. Good times. And then I'm going to leave for... Uh, for a nice vacation to get away. So it'll be good. Good break. Not even you're not even gonna go to like a Disney World or anything? Nah. Hard Rock nah. Casino? Nah, I just wanna relax. Pool? I just want R and R. Yeah, pool. I'm looking at the weather chart for Florida right now. It's supposed to be thirty six degrees. Nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding, that's the current weather here. But I'm sure it's not that far of a stretch though. Yeah, not that far of a stretch. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the hot topic of the week. NYWC Psycho Circus, that is. Yeah. Um, well, actually, and, no. What? Let's talk about Ring of Honor first. Oh, that came up first. Yeah. All right. I guess that would make sense if the 26th was before the 27th, right? Yeah, because 6, 8, 7, right? Yeah, it was a big, uh, was a big week for pro wrestling. Yeah, live uh, in Las Vegas, Ring of Honor had their 14th anniversary show. Yep. You say that with a question mark. Yeah, because I wasn't positive, but now I'm positive. It says on the Skype message, 14. I don't read Skype message, bro. <laughs> I'm on my own notes. Oh, fancy. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, went to Red Lobster last night. I, I I don't eat seafood at all, and I absolutely – I went there one other time like four or five years ago maybe, 
Yeah. The place is gross. Don't go there. Seriously, like, I'm using my platform here of people who listen to this. Don't go to Red Lobster, and I oh. apologize if you do. <laughs> this is like this is Brandon's Oscar speech right now. He's using his time to just uh, tell, give his point of view on uh, on Red Lobster. It's disgusting. It's terrible. The Before service was awful. The food was eh, way overpriced. I bought. I got chicken tacos. Uh huh. Came a little dinky. There was no seasoning. Nothing to it. Jeez, you could have made it yourself. I well, I mean, the chicken was decent. All right. It was just, but then it was just cabbage inside of a taco. I'm like, bro, like, bro, I do a cooking show. <laughs> I made tacos. <laughs> These aren't good. There's nothing. Like, yeah. There's nothing to this. Like, at least put like a, like a, a, a dressing or something on the the slaw that you're giving me inside of that. Yeah, that's that's rough. But, so, but the, cheddar, wanted... the cheddar bay biscuits, I'll give them that. They like if if I'm gonna go to Red Lobster, which is literally once in a blue moon that's now the second time i've ever been there that's the reason why you're gonna go to red lobster should we mention oscars real quick or not yes the oscars happened before we get into the independent news and unfortunately leonardo dicaprio finally won for his movie with a bear i say fortunately i'm happy i say unfortunately because you got to keep the streak alive now the streak's broken now now he's going on to WrestleMania to freaking wrestle nobody. <laughs> a honey badger, maybe. Yeah, right? Like, who's the next animal? Honey Leo, badger. Leo DiCaprio I... acts against a bear. Leo DiCaprio's new movie starring a cute little puppy. Yeah. I, you know what? You never know. But he deserves it. I mean, Does it he? Was... A lot of people saw that movie and said that movie was awful. Really? Everything I was seeing was praising it. I don't see, I don't know, all the people that I know inside the movie industry. Yeah. Personally that I know were saying no. Uh-uh. What, not, were they not, saying even, about... not even voting for this. Just voting for Leo because it's funny. And what about, uh, did they have anything to say, your insiders, about Mad Max? Mad Max, they said the same thing. I, that's what I don't understand. Everyone said Mad Max was, was bad, I thought. And then apparently everyone else was like, no, Mad Max was really good. But if you really dissect that movie, I'm pretty sure it wasn't good. It had I, great special was, effects, I'm sure. I was a fan of that movie. I saw it actually twice in, in the theater. That, I'm sorry for you. I Hey, I did it on purpose. Don't be sorry for me. I like, loved I, the movie. I thought that it was entertaining. It is full of action. The, the special effects was awesome. Everything about it was a lot of fun. The soundtrack. Um, it I just, don't know. it was a lot of fun to me. I think Tomorrowland got snubbed out of any sort of awards. Oh, didn't they win a Razzie? I don't know, but that they were, movie, they were nominated sorry. for a lot of Razzies. Sorry. That movie was good. That movie maybe, was good. Maybe you're sorry. best off sticking to the Razzies then. Yeah. Right. And then there was, this is movie called dope that came out last year. I'm pretty sure that movie was really good also. So if, was it dope? Yeah, it's on Netflix now, so if you guys have Netflix, check out Dope. I, I thought the movie was really good. And I'm straight out of Compton. How is that not nominated for for like the main Best Picture award? What? Shrug Shoulder? Everyone, as soon as that movie came out, every single person was like, Oscar, 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 I Oscar, I didn't Oscar. see that. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, no, Ooh. nothing. Everyone. I didn't see anything like that. Well. But what... Um... 
What did you like? I thought that the, I thought it was very awkward at moments with the Oscars. For what? Uh, with the how they they had that entire um, the issue going on with the leaving out a black person for the Oscars. Yeah, I it, I thought it was kind of Which, they went a little I, bit too far with the jokes and stuff. I don't know. I thought Chris Rock did a phenomenal job. Although I'm oh, sure yeah, yeah. I'm sure a white person wrote his monologue. So. <laughs> right. Um, I'm not even joking there because he has no. he has white writers so. Which, there's nothing ship. wrong with that. I don't know about that. I know, <laughs> I know. Louis writes for him sometimes, but yeah. him and Louis wrote uh, Hootie Tank together. And then what about like? I mean, but then the outro from the Os- the outro music for the Oscars. I don't. That I did not get. Public Enemy. I didn't get that at all. Public Which, uh, apparently, Enemy. Pub- I think Public Enemy publicly spoke out and said that they didn't like that. Really? <laughs> I think so. That's funny. Yeah. That is pretty funny. Yeah, I thought that like they made a lot of jokes about their their situation that they put themselves in. But I mean, okay. But if there's no good actors out, I mean, it's based on acting. So if there's nobody, it's uh, really it's not based on acting. It's really based. It's a popularity thing. It's contest. The Academy Awards is stupid. I I mean, yeah, I would like I would like to win an Oscar one day just so I could get up there and give my speech. First of all, if I won an Oscar, yeah, I'd probably be sat. Speeches. I'd probably be sat all the way in the back. So I would want to do some sort of or Ultimate Warrior dash to the stage and like cut an Ultimate Warrior promo where it's basically me saying how bad the Oscars is. Really, I, I would go like a Chris Farley route or something and just like like try to get out of your seat and start bumbling and trip and roll down to the stage. Yeah, no, I would just run down and be like all blown up. I'd be like, the stars and the power align and the Oscar goes to me and this fake trophy means nothing to me. Anything that means something is the power. What did you think about everyone using their time to like put their political views out there? It's whatever. I I mean, I just did the same thing on the show. (laughs) Give Give him my time to Red Lobster. Yeah, but I, I feel like that was a little bit weird because they not only did they start scrolling all the names on the bottom of the screen for their thank yous. Like, I guess t- they did that to save time, but it didn't help anything because they still went over. People still went past the uh, being played off, which I actually loved. I oh, loved that's how- also another thing I would have to – if I was going to win an Oscar, like if I thought I might – if I was even nominated or whatever, I would have to have a speech ready to go in my head where I could go longer than that and keep talking until they even like cut off my mic or something. Cause yeah. that, that like nobody talks about the person who stood up there for two minutes and said, thank you. No, I mean, there's that, that was one director that stood up there and he just kept on going. They were playing him off and the, the band actually stopped playing. They were like, all right, he beat us. Yeah. So, but the Oscars right. are fixed and it's stupid anyway. Yeah, but Leo won. Yeah. So speaking of people who won, a dark four corners survival match at ROH's 14th anniversary, Silas Young picked up the victory against Cheeseburger, Guido, and Will Ferrara. Yeah, you had the Ring of Honor World TV title on the line in a three-way match. Ishii picked up the victory over Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong. Uh, B.J. Whitmer picked up a victory against Adam Page in a grudge match. Uh, Hiroko Gotu defeated Dalton Castle. Alex Shelley picked up the victory against Christopher Daniels. 
You also had Hiroshi Tanahashi and Michael Elgin pick up a victory over the Briscoe brothers. Okada defeated Moose. Um, you had the never open weight six way uh, six man tag team title on the line as Bullet Club defeated uh, ACH Kushida and Matt Seidel. Um, the Bullet Club, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks picked up the victory against ACH, Kushida, and Matt Seidel. You just said that, didn't you? Yes, I did just say <laughs> that, but thank you for <laughs> clarifying. That's funny. Uh, Ring of Honor World Tag Team title was on the line in a no-DQ match. How much as... of that did you say, though? Did you say Bullet Club defeated yeah, ACH? I said Bullet, yeah, I said Bullet Club defeated ACH, Kushida, and Matt Seidel. And, and yeah. never, you didn't even mention the t- championship that was on the line. Well, because I didn't get to that yet. And then I realized <laughs> when I heard Matt Seidel, I was like, wait a minute, you just said that. <laughs> it, it hit you earlier? It's because you said Bullet Club and you just left out Kenny Omega and Young Bucks. You didn't say well, specifically yeah. who it was. That's Bullet Club. But there's more to Bullet Club still. Uh, who? Bad Luck Valley? I mean, that's yeah, it. Um, you have War Machine, the tag team champions, Hanson and Raymond Rowe, picked the victory over All Night Express, Kenny King and Rhett Titus. Yeah, it's a no DQ match. Uh, and then for the ROH World Championship, there was a three way dance between Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, and Jay Lethal. Uh, Jay Lethal. Uh, retained the championship there and picked up the victory. Yeah. Um, we also had the Psycho Circus fifth, uh, 14 taking oh, place. Wow, look at that. What? Also 14. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 14 took place on the 27th in Deer Park, New York at the NYWC Sportatorium. They had the Joker's Wild Battle Royal take place, which we saw the winner, uh, DJ Hyde, and then uh, Masada came out. There was an altercation over there. Um, so. Yeah. Milk Chocolate picked up the victory against the Beaver Boys. You also had Willow Nightingale pick up a victory over the Starlet champion, Arya Cadenza. So Willow Nightingale, the new Starlet champion. Congratulations. Yeah. The FBI, Little Guido and Tony Mama Luke teamed up with CJ Bambino. In losing efforts to Chrissy Rivera, Jigsaw, and Tyler Murphy. Yeah, the NYWC Fusion title on the line. The A-listers were banned from ringside. Alvin Alvarez successfully defending his championship against Joe Gacy. You had the NYWC Fusion Championship on the line. Just kidding. That's a, that nice. a throwback joke. That, nobody <laughs> laughed at that, though, because they didn't no. even realize that. Whatever. NYWC Tag Team Championships were on the line. Flawless and Lawless, the champions, defeated Anthony Nice and Chuck Taylor. Wow, when was the last time we saw them team together? Yeah. Uh, I think the big note to, about that match is post-match, uh, Bull Dempsey. Yes, Bull Dempsey makes, or not Bull Dempsey, Bull James. Bull James. Returning to the independent circuit, attacking Anthony Nice, leaving him there on the ground. Yeah, he even uh, went to the extreme of hitting Anthony Nice with the pedigree. Yes, which I I liked his pedigree. There you go. Um, uh, In the main event, you have the Psycho Circus match. NYWC Championship on the line. The Hounds of Hatred, Apollyon, Bam Sullivan, Boos Sullivan, King Mega, and the champion Stockade picked up the victory over Anthony Lacerra, Jesse Vane, 
Mike Verna, Talon, and The Big O. Uh, it's said to be a really good match. Saw a bunch of the uh, vines or pin... What is it? Uh, what's the other thing? Insta videos? I don't know. Uh, I saw a bunch of other videos. Big O being put through the uh, the entrance ramp. So a lot going on there. Um, yeah, go check out nywcwrestling.com. Uh, speaking of NYWC Wrestling, the next day at the Sportatorium on the 28th, there was NYWC versus SWA, a house divided. Uh, they had a Battle Lines Battle Royal, and the winner of that match was Tyler Murphy. Yeah, you had the NYWC Fusion title on the line as Alvin, uh, Alvin Alvarez defeated Fala. Uh, NYWC Tag Team Champions were on, Championships were on the line. Uh, champions, Flawless and Lawless, picked up the victory against Marty Flames and Ricky Richards. Anthony Nice defeated Jack Gallo. And then Alexander James picked up the victory against Joe Gacy. Then you had the Starlet Champion, Willow Nightingale, finally uh, defending that championship after such a long time. Picking up a victory over Chris Rivera. And in the main event uh, tag team match, Johnny Malloy and Tyler Murphy... Defeated Mike Magnum and Stockade with uh, Mikey Whipwreck as a special guest referee there. Interesting switching up the uh, NYWC and SWA alliances on that ta- on the tag team front. Yeah. So those are the independents that we're going to be covering. Yeah. Good times. Uh, unfortunately, this week, uh, Hayabusa passed away. Yeah, age of 47. Japanese legend there. Innovated Falcon Arrow and uh, Phoenix Splash. Uh, it's very wild because his injury stemmed from an in-ring uh, injury that he sustained. Yeah, he was paralyzed and just like not until like recently he was able to walk. Yeah. and uh, But like, I mean, like, I guess unassistedly walk. Yeah, but independent. Still, still, still had to use a cane and everything, but uh, it's just, it sucks because... He inspired so many of the wrestlers today. So if you've never seen anything of his, go back, go on YouTube seriously and watch. Like yeah, he, the very stuff, talented. The stuff, yeah, the stuff that he does in the ring is just mind blowing. Yeah, uh, you also had Rhino. He's running for state representative. Yeah, um, for Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, everyone's making fun of him because he showed up in a picture wearing a suit. Nice. How are you going to make fun of Rhino? I guarantee you wouldn't say that to his face. Nope. But, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if he'll win. But uh, Detroit needs a lot of help. (laughs) Um, You have the Bullet Club, uh, Guns and Gallows. See, now you say it. What, Guns and Gallows? Yeah, like when you say Bullet Club, you say, oh, Guns and Gallows. Even though they're the people well, that's because we're specific- they're a tag team. Okay, but still, I mean, like who, they have a tag team name. But but so do I mean the Bullet Club. You, the Young Bucks have a tag team name. Do they? Yeah, they're called the Young Bucks. <laughs> I don't even know um, if they have first names. Nick and uh, Nick and Jackson. Cl- close enough. Nick and close Jackson enough. Young Buck. Is that what their names are? Yeah, yeah, cl- close enough. Is it close? No. Is, uh, is one of them Nick? Yes. Is it, none of them are Jackson? That's their last name. Oh. Now, their last name isn't Buck. 
Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the Bullet Club, Guns and Gallows, they may be they were slated to debut at on WWE NXT, but they may just be pushed right to the main roster around uh, WrestleMania time, potentially the night after. Well, especially with them trademarking and coming out with that new, uh, not the Balor Club. What was it? Bulletproof. Yeah. Bulletproof uh, t-shirt with Finn Balor. I don't know if this is going to work, to be honest. I don't know if Guns and Gallows has the same following. I mean, I know that they don't have the same following as AJ Styles. Um, I'm kind of curious to see how this is going to go. I mean... I know they don't have the same following as AJ Styles, given AJ Styles' time in TNA and everything. Yeah. But um, Bullet Club's worldwide, brother. Yeah, but I I question it. I don't know. I think that there's going to be a lot of fans that don't know who they are. Because, unfortunately, not a lot of people watch NYW, uh, NYWC, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Well, there's nothing to lose there, really. It's because whatever's going to happen with them if it involves Finn people are going to go absolutely ballistic anyway I think I hope so um, I, I don't know where it actually like where does it go from there like, no clue yeah like does that with New Day right like does it does Bal- like is if Balor's involved does, if, if Balor in fact loses to Samoa Joe on that event before Mania do we see Balor get elevated right away to the main event scene? Like, how does, I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, I, I I know that, well, I don't know, but I have a feeling his debut on the main roster isn't going to be as the Demon. That's going to be saved. Right. It's going to be Finn Balor. Right. But it will be interesting to see what goes, what's going to be happening. I would love to see a triple threat match of Finn Balor versus AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. I am sure that would be awesome. Yeah. So, anything else? Uh, just, I guess, from NXT, the house show this past week, um, or last night, Charlotte, uh, we're not even NXT, was it? It was, oh no, it was, two, di- was two different shows, right, two different one, shows, sorry. And was the other. Yeah, one of the shows was uh, a WWE house show where Charlotte apparently got her nose broken, which there are people on Twitter saying, like, hallelujah or some something like that, like, thank God yeah, she's injured. Come on. Even I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Yeah. Do we have to go back to Randy Orton? I would never say get injured on purpose. I just hey, stay, kind of, stay injured. You, you have. You have. I don't know if I hey. specifically wished harm on anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the other news was Emma. Which, by the way, if you have a broken nose. Out. No, no, hold on. If you have a broken nose, like, does anyone... Like, is that if if you break your nose, the only person that doesn't stop the match, John Cena? Maybe, I don't know. Roman Reigns didn't. How bad he... was her nose broken? Are there different degrees to that? Yeah, it could be gushing blood. It could be a little bit of blood. I mean, it's it depends. I mean, Roman Reigns just had surgery on his nose, which they claim is from a match against Sheamus so a little bit ago, and that he finished. Um, well, no, he didn't break it. He had a deviated septum. Um, at NYW, uh, dang it again. Dang it. Dang it, David. Um, and <laughs> NX, NXT, uh, Emma got knocked out by Asuka. And then also on a related note at the same NXT event, uh, Tommaso Ciampa 
was uh, injured too. Or he 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 got a little stinger after taking the uh, the finisher move of the mechanics. I don't know what they go by now. Oh, I don't know what their name is now, but that's yeah, like, the, like the three D lift up and then the code breaker. Um, I'm or not too it, sure. Or is it a different move? I can't tell you. But um, yeah. So hopefully all of them get speedy recoveries. Yeah. Nothing serious. So. Especially since Emma's probably one of the best female wrestlers in the company. Yeah, definitely. So let's take a break and we'll be back here on Marking Out. This is Kevin Steen, Steen, Steen. And you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Marking Out episode 265. That was a struggle. Um, <laughs> that didn't sound like a struggle at all. Yeah, no, I had to think uh, real quick what episode. Oh, yes. So, so that's t-shirt. what you were doing in your head with welcome, welcome, welcome back? No, no, no. Right after. Uh, yeah, so prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out, facebook.com slash marking out, Twitter. We don't have to do this Mark. three times on the show. Yeah, I know. Why not? So let's get into some sports entertainment. Speak about some Monday Night Raw. Which uh, kicked off. Triple H came out into the ring and uh, basically spoke about how Roman Reigns should have known his place and how he shouldn't have challenged the authority and he got what he got because he's stupid or whatever. Uh, Dean Ambrose ended up coming out, challenged Triple H to a match for the WWE Championship. And then Triple H was like, you're going to have the night off, bro. But now I'm putting you in a match, uh... With Alberto Del Rio. Uh. And then that was that. He was like, I'll give you an answer later on in the night. Whether mm-hmm. or not you have a championship match with me. Which, yeah. I don't understand how Dean Ambrose is just going to come out and be like, Yo, bro. Bro. I want a championship match. Yeah, I really don't get how that could happen. I mean, alright, so you're in the Royal Rumble at the end together. But still, how do you like bypass everyone it's the same thing with brock lesnar it's that 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 whole house show that they're airing live the fact that whatever i don't know we'll we'll touch on it we'll touch on that a little bit later also but up next we saw becky and sasha banks have a match to decide the number one contender who will be going on to wrestlemania to face charlotte for the divas championship yeah it ended up in a no contest though uh, because they pinned each other. The end of the match made no sense to me. I mean, Sasha Banks goes for a sunset flip, pin, uh, goes for the sunset flip, and then just lays down after, as if she got hurt on a sunset flip. Uh, not, not that she got hurt, but like maybe winded or something. Because it, it was, it was a not a lengthy match, but like somewhat lengthy match. Uh, yeah. So like, I don't. I don't know. To me, in that sense, like, oh, I, I understand. Like, as as it was happening, I understood as to why she was like, why she laid down. But I don't. While they counted three, I was like, what? I was like, such a great match, and then such a weak ending. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know why they went with that ending and not just Charlotte interfering. Not or... even Charlotte. You had Charlotte and Ric Flair sitting ringside. So why not have Ric Flair get up? And trip both of them while they were near the rope to to 
to lead to the the no contest. Yeah. And I say Ric Flair more specifically because they obviously wanted to do it again. So, but later on backstage, backstage, they were, uh, they were, um, Sasha and and Becky were talking about, about the match and, and the flares walked in and they were like, yeah, so, uh, you'll get another shot on SmackDown. Cool. Nice. You had a really good match though. So congratulations to Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. Well, two people that didn't have a really good match. Uh, it's not. Uh, yeah, picked up the victory over Ziggler in a minute and three seconds. I'm fine with this ending because it was a quick roll-up, by the way. Yeah. But uh, it kind of seems like it's leading somewhere. I don't know yeah, where it's leading to. Like, I don't know if it's like. All the sites were saying that Miz is supposed to be in a, in a really big uh, match or something at WrestleMania. But Which, and that's why they did this. The only big matches at WrestleMania would be Triple H versus Roman Reigns, Undertaker versus Shane, and that's pretty much it. But like this looks like it could be leading to uh, an Intercontinental Championship ladder match, maybe. So I, that's why we have to give people minute matches. I don't know. To me, that it. I don't know. That makes no sense to me. If you want to have them do like I don't know. Uh, minute matches are blah to me. But it's like, if I don't it's not know. a squash match, I don't. I don't or know underdog. Else, I don't know. I don't know who else would be in this ladder match, if that's in fact a ladder match. I know there were talks about a U.S. championship ladder match. But this, I don't Because they were both feuding recently over the IC title. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, you know that they're going to forget about how they had these matches next in like two weeks. I don't know. So. But up next, Stephanie McMahon officially accepted that Legacy Award thing. Um, but I thought this was a complete waste of time and a complete waste of segment because I think Vince McMahon could have been there to present it to her again where she could have came down, accepted it, blah, 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 and then Undertaker should have come out, then did what he did later on, and I think it would have been more impactful to have Stephanie McMahon in the ring and like see... A reaction shot from Hart. Mm. I you could have done something else with the time. Yeah, stupid. Uh, next up, you had League of Nations picking the victory over Lucha Dragons. Yeah, it was Rusev and Sheamus specifically. So, I would love to know as to why there is still stuff going on with Kalisto and Del Rio. Yeah, he I, ca- he caused Kalisto a distraction for Kalisto, where Rusev boom, kick, win. And then after the match, Del Rio hit Kalisto with that double stomp from the top rope. Yeah. It should have ended at Fastlane when Kalisto defeated him in the two out of three falls match. Yep. Well, like, you know, Kalisto's this... not going to be... I can't see Kalisto holding the title longer uh, to Del Rio anymore. But it doesn't make sense. Like, makes no sense. He beat him two other times. Is Del Rio about to get a third shot at Manny or something? That makes no sense. That's what all. I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. That doesn't, uh, I don't understand. Which, by the way, if that happens... Hopefully it's not on the pre-show and it's actually on the main WrestleMania nah. card, which that's a huge thing for Kalisto. That'd be awesome. It would be a filler match, which stinks. I, um, I, mean, I don't know if a filler match, but... I, th- I think that they would waste it as a filler. Uh, next up, you have Ryback picking victory over Adam Rose. I have no clue why this was not a DQ and Adam Rose is not your winner. Uh, Ad- Ryback was just pummeling 
Adam Rose and the referee was on it, grabbing Ryback's arm, trying to pull him off. Yeah, the referee, and, referee didn't even try and count. Yeah, he wasn't counting. He was just pulling him off. Didn't even call for the DQ bell. And I, yeah. I but don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe this is going to lead to something where, like, next week he'll challenge two of them and defeat, like, let's say Bo Dallas and Heath Slater. And then the week after, he'll be like, no. Two ain't enough, I need three, and he'll challenge three of them, and then some sort of Mania match comes to play before the final Raw, before Mania. I don't know. We shall see. Uh, Speaking of we shall see, why to AJ? (laughs) Uh, I put why to Styles. Yeah, even why to Styles would have been fine with me. I like why to Styles, that's what I'm going to call him. I was saying Jarrett Club. Even Lion Styles, but Y2 yeah, Styles works perfectly. I'm, yeah, I'm going Y2 Styles. But WWE is going with Y2 AJ. They picked up the victory against Kofi Kingston and Biggie Langston, the New Day. Not going to do it. Uh, I thought Not the match, match was good. Uh, I liked how Woods pulled out a deck of cards randomly during the match and told Kofi to pick a card, which Kofi did, and... Uh, it had a picture of AJ Styles on it, and Woods is like, oh, he's got his number, he's got his number. That's funny. Yeah, but uh, the match was good. Standard match, I guess. Um, the champions big, were uh, defeated. Yeah, bigger thing to take away is the fact that uh, AJ Styles got on the mic after the match and said, you know, like, we kind of beat you guys, so title shot? We, we would like a tag team championship match next week on Raw, which, I mean, it's WrestleMania season. You're challenging somebody to a title shot on Raw. AJ Styles is new to this, though. So, <laughs> he, I mean, goes, he goes, we're supposed Rookie mistake, rookie mistake. He goes, I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, I'm used to Bound for Glory where just, like, anything goes. Should we, like, challenge you to a pay-per-view match or are your pay-per-views on TV? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, next so. up you had Vinny Mac, Vince McMahon. Yeah, uh, speaking about Shane McMahon and WrestleMania. Yeah, a little, cut a little promo. Nothing crazy yeah. until Undertaker Taker came out. Vince McMahon kind of tried to build him up as his guy, and then Undertaker grabbed Vince McMahon by the throat. Which, if Jerry Lawler was on commentary right there, I wonder if he would have been like, oh, like Jerry Lawler does that, I think. When, does he? Yeah, when somebody goes for the choke, he goes, oh, like to uh, add, add to commentary because we didn't. never it. noticed. Yeah, yeah, it happens often. But uh, yeah, he grabbed him and he said to Vince McMahon, he goes, Shh, your son's blood is on your hands, not mine. So... We shall see what happens at WrestleMania with that. But uh, Undertaker left the ring, and Vince took to the microphone after and was like, "I'm after WrestleMania, I'm writing Shane out of my will. I'm giving it all to Stephanie. But he also said that Shane McMahon's no longer going to be his son, but he'll be a son of a bitch, which kind of, to me, makes me think Lyndon McMahon might be showing up soon. Maybe. Or is the son that everyone's forgetting about, Hornswoggle, going to show up? not showing up. If that happens, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I, like, I almost wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. But I can't see that happening. There's yeah. no way. But um, 
Fingers Next. crossed. Fingers crossed for Linda McMahon, and fingers crossed that she has that theme song still, the WrestleMania theme song. Oh, I miss those theme songs. I wish that they would bring back like the Royal Rumble theme song, the the um, WrestleMania theme song, like all of those SummerSlam. I miss those. Which uh, wasn't even. I don't. I don't even understand. Like, because the, the that that the Linda McMahon theme song is an instrumental, but with the words it starts out with, "Are you ready for the Survivor Series?" Yeah, they. It's very. Are you ready they, for the Survivor Series? One, two, and then I don't know. Dun, 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 dun. Give that, it up! Give it up! Whoa, whoa! Such a great song. WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, you had uh, Bubba pick up a victory over Jay, which apparently was Bubba Ray's first singles win on Monday Night Raw since like 2003. Which hey, makes Bubba. obviously makes makes tons of sense there because he hasn't been in WWE for years. But yeah, uh, yeah, and the last time that we saw the Dudleys prior to the Royal Rumble, that being Bubba Ray before the Royal Rumble, I believe was they were just doing SmackDown run. Mm. Uh, but Devon pulled out a table during the match to distract Jay, which it kind of did ish ish ish, and. Uh, Led to Jimmy running over, to which Devon then threw the table at him, almost hitting himself as well. But uh, after that, Jay was outside the ring, kicked Devon, which I guess that's where the big, big distraction comes in. He goes to get back in the ring, Bubba need him, and uh, picked up the victory after he hit a Bubba bomb. Yeah, I thought it was a weak match with a weak ending. Agreed. I think Bubba needs to break away from Devon, shine on his own, and get away from tag team wrestling because this feud with the Usos makes absolutely zero sense. It started yeah. over nothing. It it's just I, I I say all the time that a feud doesn't need a, a title in order to be a feud or whatever and have like yeah. like be good. But this was just based on absolutely nothing. No, no. Uh, next up, you had Goldust and R Truth, the Golden Truth. Uh, not yeah. yet, though. They were they were backstage. Yeah, and, not yet. And uh, R Truth basically told Goldust that he doesn't need a tag team partner, and Goldust got sad and walked away. And then R Truth looked like he felt bad for saying what he had said. So maybe R Truth has a conscience. Maybe. Uh, next, we saw Big Show defeating Kevin Owens via countout, which uh, was basically the same ending uh, to what we saw the the last the last week that when they had their match. Yeah, with um, Big Show on the other side, though. But I was I was entertained by this, and I stand by what I said last week, where I would like to see more of Big Show versus Kevin Owens. You may get your wish. I thought this uh, match was good. I don't know. People like started complaining by during Raw, but I was like, look at the match. There's no possible way. Like this match was good. So, all right. But it's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. There you go. Renee Young, Brie Bella. It yeah. happened. Yes, interviewing Brie Bella, and for whatever reason, Lana came in, made fun of Daniel Bryan, and said how he and Brie are weak, and how her and Rusev are better. I don't know what that's about. Intergender match. WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, right. Brie versus Rusev. Yeah, right. Which, this went right into Naomi defeating Brie Bella. 
Um, and then again, for whatever reason, Lana came out and I guess like ironically applauded Brie. Yeah. Is she going to wrestle a match at WrestleMania? Ironically? Yeah. Like, Oh, like, Oh, you're, I don't know. Not, not Ironic. A, what? Ironically. Mm. I, don't, I don't think that's the term that you're looking for. What's a better word there? Sarcastically. Yeah. I'd go with that one. Yeah. That's a better word. <laughs> but, uh, the match, Naomi's submission move, I thought the slay omission, she calls it. Great submission move. Again, saying it, she got screwed out of WrestleMania. Yeah, agreed. She should be in a fatal four-way match for the Divas Championship. Yeah. But up next, they announced the fabulous Freebirds will finally be inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. That being uh, Michael P.S. Hayes, Buddy Roberts, Terry Bam Bam Gordy, and Jimmy Garvin. Um, which is it's a weird addition, I guess, that Garvin's going to be in there. Considering how much he did with them compared to to Gordy. But, yeah. Or whatever. Long time coming, though. Yeah. Um, it's about time that they are inducted. I mean, Doc, Doc Hendricks definitely deserves it. Very happy, um, yeah. Legendary tag team. Yeah, if you ever, if you've never seen the Von Erichs versus the Freebirds in Texas, check it out. Crowd goes nuts. Yeah, they were like pretty much the originators of theme songs. <laughs> yeah, Bad Street, Atlanta, GA. There you go. Which it's funny that like now they they're not going to be able to joke with Michael Hayes about being inducted. Because it's yeah. like finally happening. But yeah, it was confirmed that... Or not confirmed, but... Uh, um, well, it was confirmed that Ric Flair is going to be inducting to Sting. Mm. And that the APA will be inducting Godfather. So APA Kevin, or just... Uh, no, APA. Uh, Rod Simmons. No, APA. Oh. And uh, for the Freebirds, you have to assume it's uh, Kevin Von Erich. Yeah, that's and, what I saw. And... Um, Michael Hayes said that uh, uh, Terry Gordy's son's going to be there. And then uh, who else's son did he say? Did he say Buddy Roberts' son also? And Terry Gordy's son, for you guys who don't remember, Slam Master J. Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Um, who's going to uh, – they still have that now. It's like Jacqueline, right? If she's in fact getting inducted. Yeah, if she's in getting inducted. I can see Jacqueline. So the the I think the final oh wow maybe JBL won't be in, inducted this year then. Why Is would he, he be inducted now? Well, he was a rumored person to be inducted in this class. Maybe he'll still be inducted. Why uh, wouldn't he? Well, because he's given the induction speech for. Oh. Uh, yeah, and I would assume that Simmons would be doing his induction speech. Right. So. Yeah, so I guess JBL's knocked out of this. But I guess the other two rumored people for the Hall of Fame this year in this class were going to be Jacqueline and uh, Regis Philbin. Sorry, Regis. For the celebrity wing. For the celebrity wing. Nah. So we shall see. Uh, main event time, Del Rio and Amber is going to a no contest? Yeah. But which why? I shouldn't have, it should have just been a DQ maybe. Clearly, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Triple H came out and kind of had the League of Nations come into the ring and attack Ambrose. Seems like it should be sort of a DQ type of thing where... Yeah, I'd say Ambrose 
winner DQ. But really uh, no contest. After League of Nations beat him down, they left the ring. Triple H and Sheamus shook hands, and uh, Triple H got in Ambrose's face, and Dean attacked him. And uh, Triple H, I guess, quickly shut that down though with a pedigree, and mm-hmm. then announced that he will be facing Dean Ambrose for the title. And uh, Ambrose like got up. He goes, "Thank you." And Triple H came back to the ring and beat Ambrose up around the ringside area. Yeah. Uh, not, not a strong close to Raw. Not a nah. strong Raw in any sorts of WrestleMania season. No, not not that strong. Uh, where do you want to go from here? SmackDown or NXT? Well, let's go to... Uh, yeah, let's that's go to NXT. NXT. Oh, yeah, no, let's end with it. Let's okay, SmackDown. so SmackDown, Dean Ambrose came out to cut a promo about what's been happening lately. Um, he said that he's got the championship match against Triple H at WWE Roadblock, which is on the WWE Network on March 12th, next Saturday. 9.99. Yeah, which WrestleMania, not even, it's free. WrestleMania's free to new subscribers. So was it I, last year, too? I, no, I think this is the first time ever. Really? I thought it was free last year. I don't think so. I'm not positive. But, um... Yeah, he said that when he beats Triple H, will he go on to defend the title at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns, who deserves it, who rightfully earned his spot for WrestleMania by winning at Fastlane, or will he go on to fight Brock Lesnar because he really wants to fight Brock Lesnar, or maybe Triple H will invoke his rematch clause, but uh, then he suggested a cage match between all four of them at WrestleMania. Um, I don't think any of that's going to happen. That would be interesting. Yeah, but it's probably... But then, on the other hand, you already have the Hell in a Cell set up. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. Well, I mean, there was a Kennel in a Cell once. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Or whatever it was. Kennel and Kennel, kennel, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... But, um... Triple H... I'm assuming Brock Lesnar interrupts that match or something causes Triple H to win. Or something, I don't know. But uh, Kevin Owens came out and said that he thinks Dean Ambrose is absolutely everything that's wrong with WWE today. And uh, Ambrose was sitting in a chair in the middle of the ring. Kevin Owens tried to blindside him during that promo. And uh, Ambrose was able to duck it and grab the chair and hit him. Which I thought was funny because he goes, Hey Kevin, there's a screen, a giant television screen right in front of me. I saw everything. Like, because, like, we don't, like, normally, like, we say, like, how does he not see that? There's on the Titantron. Yeah. So, I like the acknowledgement by Dean Ambrose. But the first night, uh, first match of the evening, we saw the League of Nations, Rusev and Sheamus, pick up the victory against the Usos, where literally nothing really seemed to happen in this match. Nope. Talking about a match that I barely had... The Usos took out Del Rio and Bad News Barrett for what seemed like no reason, which ended up making them lose. Yeah. The Dudleys came out after with the table, set it up, attacked one of the Usos, and then knocked over the table. Yep. Dudleys sticking to their guns with not using the table, unless it's throwing it at someone. Um, And then another match that really... Nothing. I like this match. Happened. So it's you could talk Ziggler, all the trash you want. Ziggler picked up the victory over the Miz. It was a cool uh, backslide pin, but forty nine seconds beating, Miz, I get, pinning him quicker than 
Miz pinned him, but now I'm just where does this go? What what is the point of this? Will they, they even remember this next week? They probably will. And Miz Miz started off this match right off the bat attacking Ziggler, attack after attack. And uh when he went for that corner elbow, that's when Ziggler dropped down and landed that backslide pin, which I don't recall ever seeing before. I've never seen that. I really like that the end of this match. But I, I, I like the end, but I was just like I don't it's it's to me, it looks like it, it's like an anything-you-can-do situation. Like, I yeah. can do better. I don't know if I had to finish that for you. <laughs> I'm just curious where this is leading to. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, in general, I don't like... Like, I'm... I don't know. It don't is know. weird, because it's, it's like they're having a feud over the Intercontinental Championship without the actual champion being involved here. Nah. So I don't know, again, if that's going to lead to an IC title match at WrestleMania or what. But yeah. uh, up next, backstage, we saw Ron... Wow, that's weird. I almost said Ron, Ron Killings. the Rousey? <laughs> no, I almost said Ron Killings. But we almost saw... We, no, we did see R-Truth backstage in uh, catering. And camera pans over. Goldust is all sad, eating by himself and everything. And R-Truth went up and uh, sat next to him and Goldust turned away and R-Truth apologized for what he said on Monday Monday Night Raw and R-Truth was like we, we, we should be tag team partners and uh, Goldust was like no like I'm not a joke and and you're just gonna what are you gonna do you're gonna take this food and after I agree and throw it in my face I'll just do it myself and then rub food, food all over his face so yeah so, Fine. Golden Truth, I don't know where this is building up to. I don't know, like, how many tag teams can you have in one match to, I... to make it a thing? So, I don't know. Kickoff. Yeah, Kick but, like, show. how many, like, but how, like, for the titles or? Oh, uh, for the title? I I think that's just going to be two on two. But next up, you had Lynch and Banks uh, once again. No contest. Yeah, Charlotte attacked them. Yeah. But uh, I thought the match was really good, which I think could have been the best Divas match to ever take place on SmackDown. Bam. Uh, the Flares came out during the match when, uh, and then when uh, Sasha and Becky Lynch were down outside, Ric Flair got in their faces, both of them, wooing each time. And uh, they both got up, stepped, stepped closer towards him, like as if they were going to like get in his face and attack him. Charlotte attacked both of them from behind. DQ. Or not DQ. No contest. Yeah. But this is what I was talking about during Raw where yeah, I know. This, if yeah. you were going to have Charlotte do what she did here, why not have Ric Flair trip both of them on Monday Night Raw? That, the ending that they did like, was not good. I, I don't know. Have, who's heard of a double pin? I feel like it was a lazy pin. It was lazy. I mean, they did the same thing with... Uh, few weeks ago who was that with uh right a few weeks ago didn't someone also have a double pin i don't recall oh on nxt oh yeah with who um zane and joe they had a double pin too which i think that just makes the ref look stupid i don't get like you can't like you know like both shoulders all four shoulders are down or whatnot you as a referee how how could you possibly call uh, I don't know. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah, I, I don't... A double pin doesn't work for me. It's like... I mean... 
I, I feel like it's like a lazy finish. Uh, in, in the sense of like actual sports, soccer ends in draws, right? Yeah. But like, there's not a possibility for you to actually throw a football into a touchdown and and land in two different touchdown zones. End zones. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> there's no way for you to hit a hockey puck and have it be landing in two different nets. <laughs> you mean hoops, right? No. I said a hockey puck, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I beat death. <laughs> so... Um. Yeah, but then so. backstage after this match, uh, Renee Young caught up with uh, Ric Flair and Charlotte Flair, and uh, they were she was talking trash or whatnot or trying to. God knows it's tough on Charlotte to do anything good, but um, she goes, "Oh, I thought you were supposed to have the scoop, Renee," and Renee's like, <laughs> "Bam, roasted." Because guess what? I do have a scoop. During the commercial break. I found out that you're not going to be wrestling Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. You're not going to be wrestling Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. You're going to be wrestling both of them at WrestleMania for the Divas Championship. And then Ric Flair and Charlotte just froze as if they were supposed to have actually looked like they were in shock. But yeah, facially, or... facially, Charlotte can't even act with that. So No. Uh, which, next time you had eight... Again, I still say it should have been a fatal four-way. But whatever. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy with the triple threat. Should have uh, been the fatal four way, but n- next up you had AJ Styles picking the victory over Kofi Kingston. Yeah, nothing shows more unity than uh, with a new tag team than not being there for your partner. Yeah, Where, why was Chris Jericho not there? Unity. Yeah, unity. But the referee so. ended up tossing Xavier Woods and Biggie Langston from ringside when Biggie went to check on Kofi which distracted the referee there. And Xavier Woods was caught picking AJ Styles up by the arm. And uh, that led to AJ Styles hitting Kofi with that springboard elbow, six springboard elbow, to, to get the one, two, three. And then after that, New Day ran back towards the ring, surrounded AJ. AJ ran back into the ring, escaped before, uh, before New Day could do anything there. Why does AJ need to escape New Day? I mean, so he doesn't get jumped, I guess, because they surrounded him. Uh, but that that goes back to what I said before. Where was Chris Jericho? Why was he not there? Why didn't he make the save or anything? But I guess yeah. we'll see what, what happens on Monday Night Raw. Will like will it still? Maybe Y two Styles isn't as strong as uh, we think. Yeah, will they still be a tag team? Come maybe Jericho is a little bit annoyed that he took that punch that punch from uh, AJ Styles that was intended for AJ Styles you mean the, the, oh, the clothesline whatever paradise bro yeah that could be it but up uh, next it was announced that Brock Lesnar will be facing Bray Wyatt at Roadblock and then Bray Wyatt cut a promo with the Wyatts which uh it's it's just it's just so confusing because mm-hmm. It's like it almost solidifies the Wyatt's not having anything for WrestleMania. Yeah. And when I say nothing, I mean nothing big. Like the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, to me, is nothing special. Uh Uh-uh. It's something that nothing ever comes from. Like, what happened with Cesaro? Almost, oh, Andre the Giant, Andre the Giant, but nothing happened. 
Big Maybe show. Maybe he'll oh, return. Big show. Yeah, I don't think so. But although he, I don't know. Who knows? Well, um, I'm sure Cesaro knows. Yeah, I'm sure, and I'm sure <laughs> WWE officials know. But uh, I just like I don't understand the roadblock thing. Like, yes, I get the title. Like, oh, everybody's feud who's going to WrestleMania has one roadblock in front of them. That's what yeah. Fastlane's for. This was yeah. a house show turned into a WWE Network special where now Dean Ambrose has a WWE Championship match. Why doesn't Brock Lesnar have a WWE Championship match? Mm-hmm. Why does Brock Lesnar not have a match with Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania? Whatever. I know. But the main event of SmackDown, we saw Dean Ambrose pick up the victory against Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens seemed to control most of the match. And uh, I like the, the ending, though. Where uh, Dean Ambrose went for Dirty Deeds. Kevin Owens reversed that to uh, go to hit a pop-up powerbomb. Which got reversed into that Hurricane Rana that Dean Ambrose does. And uh, when Ambrose got up from that, he got... uh, What was it? A super kick, I guess you would say? Mm. Yeah, so he got super kicked. And then Kevin Owens went to hit that senton. The running senton that he does. (laughs) Ambrose put his knees up. Boom. Dirty Deeds win. And just yeah. down. So all in all, I don't think the shows were so strong. Great Divas matches on, well, great Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks matches. Nothing taken away from Naomi or Brie from Raw. but mm. Well, talking about really good matches, WWE NXT uh, took place as well. Emma picked up the victory over Santana Garrett. This match, seriously, if you, if you didn't watch, like, before we even go on to speak about the main event, if you did not watch NXT, you have to go and watch this match. Like, yeah. Anyone who says Emma's not a good wrestler, like, you have to watch this match. And I think TNA screwed up big time getting rid of Santana Garrett, which we said a long time ago, and I would love for WWE to sign her. Yeah, she's very talented. This, this match was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you can see her in action uh, at I Believe in Wrestling down in Florida, so go check them out, too. And Ignite Wrestling. Go check them out. Um, yeah, you also had a, let's see, title match on the line. On the line? No, a non-title not, title yeah. Not title. Uh, Finn Balor picked up the victory over Neville, uh, former Which, champion. Another fantastic match. If you, if, like, watch NXT yeah. this week, seriously. Yeah, very good. Um, and then, in addition to that, we had a big debut. Uh, former TNA wrestler Austin Aries making his NXT official debut. Uh, on his way down to the ring, gets attacked by Baron Corbin. Though, um, it has to be helped back, uh, assisted back to the backstage area. Yeah, so I'm assuming come that uh, the NXT special that we'll see April. Is it April? First? It's the day before WrestleMania, I think, or two mm, days before. Probably April 1st, because um, I think the Hall of Fame is the second, and then mm. WrestleMania third. So will we see Austin Aries versus Baron Corbin? We shall see. Maybe. Maybe. We already know that for WWE Roadblock, which is taking place next Saturday, or this next Saturday, yeah, we're going to be seeing um, Dash and Dawson um, defending the, the NXT Tag Team Championships against Enzo and Cass. So, 
Mm-hmm. Will Enzo and Cass become the new tag team champions of NXT? I forgot that they're even tag team champs. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's weird that for this NXT special, I mean uh, WWE special, that we're going to be seeing this tag team match. It is nice. I'm, I'm I think that the uh, Enzo and Cass are going to win it. Not I would love event. for that to happen. It's so weird though because um, which is taking place in Toronto. I believe, mm-hmm. maybe, but um, it's weird because of the network specials that we had for house shows. Japan had the yeah. NXT match. Madison Square Garden did not have an NXT match. Would have loved an NXT match there. Yeah, and uh, and then this one has the NXT an NXT match, so it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's nice to be featured. Yeah. So. Um, that was SmackDown. That was Raw. That was NXT. Dave, shoutouts, shameless plugs. I mean, <laughs> shameless plugs. Thank you very much to John uh, promoting us this week. Uh, go follow John at Mister John Faust. Also, go check out Eric at Montreal Broski MTL Broski. That is. Uh, and go watch his YouTube channel, Live Playing. It's fun. Uh, first thing in the morning, go watch, go subscribe, go uh, like it, all of that. Share it. Enjoy it. Also, Game Changer Wrestling is going to be taking place in Manville, New Jersey on March 11th. Uh, they have a huge event lined up featuring Kurt Hawkins, uh, former NXT wrestler Bull Dempsey, um, and so much more. You're going to be having Gangrel versus Kenny Doan. You got Devin Storm. Uh, They're actually going to be doing a tournament. This tournament, winners to square off in a fatal four-way on their March 12th show. So you have Too Hot Steve Scott taking on Peaky Sanchez. Joe Gacy taking on Crowbar, a.k.a. Devin Storm. Joey Janela taking on Shane Douglas. And then the uh, Game Changer Tag Team Champions taking on each other, Kyle the Beast taking on Monster Mac. That's all on the 11th. And then on the 12th, you're going to see the fallout of that tournament. You're going to be seeing um, Mike Orlando taking on Kenny, the Rogues taking on Two Hot Steve Scott and Sonny Kiss, Drew Gulak making his uh, return to Game Changer Wrestling, and so much more. So go check them out, GameChangerWrestling.com. You can order tickets all, or you can give a call, 201-257-8621. Get your tickets today. Hey, Brandon, do you have any uh, shout-outs? Listen to Brandon's shout-outs, because when there are shout-outs, <laughs> there's honey. First shout-out goes to Dr. Ken on ABC, starring Ken Jeong. Uh, on last week's episode, his daughter was dating someone from the wrestling team, and uh, Ken started speaking about uh, pro wrestling, mentioned the likes of Undertaker, Junkyard Dog, and Greg the Hammer Valentine, so I thought that was funny, and I appreciate when you see outside, or when you see wrestling references on like outside things when you don't expect them to be on there. Yeah. Um, how is the show? Uh, I like the show. It's, it's fine. I originally, as soon as, when they announced it originally, I was like, there's no way this is getting picked up for a second season, mm-hmm. but I believe they are picked up for a second season, and I've grown, right. I, I've grown to like the show. So I was gonna, I 
was going to watch the episode where didn't they have a, a community reunion kind of? Uh, ish. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Jeff Winger. Not really, but uh, <laughs> I can't think of his real name. Joel McHale was on it. And so yeah. was uh, Danny Pudi or whatever his name is. Putty. I don't know. Uh, next, though, is a shout out to three songs because I finally heard them all live. Uh, those songs being Pastime Paradise by Stevie Wonder, Amish Paradise by Weird Al Yankovic, and then finally Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. Wow, completing the trio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like completing trios. You had Barclays Coliseum <laughs> Garden. You got, even though this wasn't the only concert that I saw here was the Garden with Stevie Wonder, but seriously, go see Weird Al. He announced more dates to his tour. If you if you like that music, whatever, very entertaining show, mm-hmm. awesome. Go see Stevie Wonder, Coolio. I'm on the fence. You could whatever. <laughs> if you happen to win free tickets to Coolio, whatever. Yeah, there were people who paid a lot of money for those tickets. By the way, that is sad. Yeah, like there was like over a hundred dollars spent for by some people. Yeah, but uh, lastly, Netflix's new show Love, uh, starring Gillian Jacobs. It's a Judd Apatow show. Check huh. it out. Any oh, good? Yeah, I liked it. I wouldn't be giving a shout out if it wasn't any good. I like Gillian Jacobs, pro wrestling fan over there. Yes, very, yeah. I watched the... And the, Community. Yes, as well. I watched the, the whole season. Binge watch it, because that's how you do TV these days. Uh, check it out. It's fun. It's not It's not for minors, though, so it's for hmm. adults only. <laughs> but uh, those are my shout outs. Moving on to our Markout Moment of the Week. That's right. The Markout Moment of the Week. Um, it goes to another Netflix show, new show. Um, Fuller House came out last week. And how was that? I there's a lot of people who hated it, which is funny because uh, John Stamos was on Late Night with Seth Meyers. I hate that guy. Yeah, no, I really do. Uh, and and they He's were reading funny. they were reading negative reviews about about Fuller House from like all these like prestige places and everything. But like the fans mm-hmm. fans are loving it. I I thought it was great. There's uh, one particular episode. I want. I'm not going to spoil anything because. Because Can I don't, really I don't spoil? like spoiling. Well, I don't I mean, like spoiling anything. Full house. Yeah, but it's still. I don't know. You never know. But there's one episode where, if you have seen Fuller House, you obviously know where, what we're talking about here. What the episode Are there, is. There's. I don't think that anybody cares about spoilers. I mean, it's not I like back be, in the day where people were like, sorry, "Oh, don't spoil Family Matters." Sorry, for me. sorry. I'd be pissed if somebody spoiled this. It's Full House, dude. I don't care. I'd it's be not, pissed. I would be how, pissed it's if somebody not spoiled like, it. I would be pissed if somebody spoiled it to me. That's funny. So I don't want to spoil anything, but it came. It, the markup moment of the week for me came from Fuller House. It's just Fuller House in general, I guess, because it's nice to see something from our childhood come back. And, uh, and I don't know. Yeah. Like, how did they? How did like they clear up the Olsen twins not being on? Uh, they Michelle. Just, they joked here and there. Where did is she off to college or something? No, she's running a. She, what did they say? She's running a fashion something something with fashion in in New York City. 
Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, they kind of, they they did a, they there was a lot of like breaking the fourth wall jokes, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of adult jokes too. So it's funny. Oh, what's his face? Uh, Bob Saget probably really was dying to get those in there. I, what it sounds like with how back in the day he used to always I almost have feel like, jokes. I almost feel like it wasn't Sackett with the, the adult jokes. I don't know. That's weird. Maybe he wrote them, though. So, yeah. all right. Cool. Yeah, so check that out on Netflix, Fuller House. Check us out. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, com. Follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Uh, YouTube, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. And... What? I got one more thing. Suck it. Plug. Oh, you do? <laughs> if, yeah. We got two words for you. Okay. No, no, no. For real. Um, with the, uh, with... There was a unfortunate, uh, something very unfortunate took place this past week. Um, pro wrestler Atu, uh, he lost everything in a tra- very tragic fire, an apartment fire. Uh, they do have a GoFundMe page. It is the website is GoFundMe.com slash seven brhdypw. Um, if you can share that link, donate. Whatever you can do, just try to help out. Atu is a really awesome person. Uh, always very kind to us whenever we got to talk to him. Yeah. So we really we hope that anything we can do, anything anybody can do to help him get back on his feet, keep on going, uh, going strong. Um, and I think that hope I I think that he could definitely recover from this. It's going to be very tough, but. We're sending him nothing but positive vibes, and we got we got his back, mm-hmm. and we're we're really pulling through for him. So if you can help share that link, we've tweeted out a bunch of times. We put it on the Facebook. Just share it with your friends, regardless whether or not they're pro wrestling fans. It's still something that's uh, extremely tragic to uh, hit anybody. So I mean, he even lost, uh, I believe, his two pet cats in the in the tragic uh, incident. So. Yeah, go support him. Go help out. Yeah, he really—he really has to start over. Yeah, he lost everything. I mean, right now we like we—I can't say we, but the GoFundMe page has raised a lot of money for to help any uh, help him get back on his feet. So, from what I was reading, I guess he only has the clothing that's left on his back. So, go check out the link. It's on our Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash/MarketOut. It's on our Twitter at MarketOut. Just even if you don't have the money to donate, just spread the website, spread what, spread the news to your friends, and hopefully, uh, any, hopefully we could just help him out in any which way possible. Yeah. So, all right, um, and we wish you the Look at your future endeavors. Have a great week.